What's going on, everybody? It's your boy JVD, and we're back at it again with another episode of the FPL and Wine podcast. What's up, guys? Jason here. We got back-to-back uh, game weeks coming up for you guys. Christmas madness, bro. It's the most wonderful time of the year, isn't it? Yeah, for sure, man. FPL players, this is the time to make up rank. This is the time to uh, build on what you have. Maybe some people are up there already in the top 10K, 50K, 100K. Keep your keep yourself there. Um, Johnny, how'd you do last week? Game week uh, 15, right? Yeah, it was kind of a weak kind of game week for me. Um, yeah. Obviously got the cap right. Uh, I transferred out Kane, brought in Ronaldo. Yep. I don't think it was a bad move. No, no, it's good, man. I just think some of my players didn't hit. Obviously, I had Chelsea defense as well. They they lost. And yeah, that's... then um, I went for Gundogan instead of Bernardo. But once again, I don't know if that's a bad move. I guess only time will tell. But yeah, not bad. It just a lot of people had Sun, right? And I didn't have him. So that's that. Yeah. You yeah. did good, though. Yeah, I got I, I went crazy this week, man. Sun and Bernardo. So those were those were the two guys that just shot up my rank. I got like a 200 300k green arrow. I'm up into the millions now. Let's go. Nice, bro. Making making moves, making climbs. Um but yeah, let's uh let me just jump into the agenda for this week. Um lots to talk about. So West Ham beating Chelsea coming up with good fixtures. We'll do some talking points, talk about city assets cuz there's I mean, there's a lot of them, right? Got to kind of figure out who's the best ones to get. Um Leeds, uh, Bamford and Ailing came back and they didn't look too bad. Um, and then Man United, of course, new manager. Spurs, uh, what do we think of them? Villa, uh, again, new manager. Um, and then, yeah, game week 16 and 17 preview because it's a back to back double header, one of them ones. And then, yeah, we'll talk about our differentials and transfers and then call it a day. So West Ham versus Chelsea, first uh, talking point on the menu. Um, they have West Ham specifically is what I wanted to talk about, but slightly as well, Chelsea defense. Uh, so you want to start with West Ham. What did you did you watch that game? Did you see a lot from Antonio, Bowen? Um, even Ben Rama, I think, is not a, the, a bad uh, pick moving forward. Um, so yeah, let's go with West Ham first. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the game, but Bowen was always on my watch list. Um so, I mean, I'm happy with his performance. I mean, he got an assist and he got a goal, right? I think a lot of managers are going to be looking to bring him in. Um, is the double up on? I think so. Antonio and Bowen would be great picks going into these uh, into the, the good fixture run for West Ham. I mean, they just beat Chelsea. So, yeah. Um, in terms of defense, uh, Ben Johnson, Cresswell, I think they're injured right now or they're just coming back from injury. So, true. I'd kind of just be a bit cautious with those guys but if you okay. were to ask me about the offensive assets i would look no further than i mean antonio's a no-brainer antonio right? and bowen to be honest i think they're both no-brainers yeah. um i just think with ben rama yeah, going yeah. to afcon too and then fornell true true i didn't think about that yeah fornell's is iffy right in and out of yeah, the team uh, yeah i mean bowen get arrested too but i just think he's the man on form and then antonio's a given yeah what about chelsea like do you still think the double defense is a fine pick um how are you feeling holding james and rudiger at the moment i mean we both got james uh i think in the same game week and ever since we brought him in he hasn't really returned for us right cursed him bro let's go <laughs> yeah but he hasn't returned for everyone else either right. so it's all good yeah i mean i still think the double up is good okay chelsea do still have one of the best defenses in the league apart from city and i guess you could say yeah, Liverpool. No so i'm still fine with that i'm not really in a hurry um i think if you're looking to bring in Chelsea defenders, just be cautious of mm-hmm. thinking long term because they do have two blanks, back to back blanks in 24 and 25 or 23 and 24. You just gotta, yeah, they're going to the World Cup. Yeah, you just right? gotta do your research on that. But other than that, I I think it's fine. Um, that's from a defensive point of yeah. view. From an offensive point of view, I mean, 
the guys to look out, I think, would be Mason Mount and Romelu Lukaku, right? Yeah, I like I like the Mount pick again. I mean, we kind of started the year like pretty high on him, and then kind of tailed off. But um, he was he's he's kind of picking up form again, and his minutes seem to be more nailed now. Um, especially with the injuries, I think Conte and Kovacic are both hurt, right? So um, he's like their main creative hub in that midfield. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty pretty okay uh, with Mount as a pick as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, just in terms of their defense, I probably would be looking to move off them uh, around game week 20-ish because then they have uh, like a bit of a tougher run with, uh, I mean, Villa in 19, but then Liverpool, City, 21-22, and then two blanks, which I, I probably won't hold them through that, uh, Reese James, I mean. Um, so that's probably just more of a long-term thing. But for now, yeah, definitely holding uh, for the next uh, three to four game weeks. For sure. Um, I think the other talking point is, and then we can transition into the Man City assets, is it depends on the formation sure. you play as well. Because, listen, if you have double double Chelsea defense and you do, ha- on top of that, you have Cancelo and Alexander-Arnold, you're most likely going to play four at the mm-hmm. back, which means you can either play a 4-5-1, yeah. a 4-4-2, etc. Right? But I think I mm-hmm. think the main goal would be to keep one of them. For example, let's say James, play the three at the back. That mm-hmm. way it enables you to have five midfielders and maybe play that three five two. Now we're going to transition into this Man City talking point where it's maybe you can double up on the Man City midfielders or you can get Mountain too, right? So I think, like, I agree with you in terms of, yeah, I might be looking to sell, for example, Rudiger just because, or James, depending on what I feel is better, but just because they are expensive and maybe their fixtures aren't the best, but also to bring in the, those extra midfielders as well, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah, so like, let's talk about City then. Would you say City is just more so just an attacking double up like Foden? Uh, I mean, let's just let's start with that. Let's start with Foden. Do you think he's like the the clear first choice there out of City's midfield? Because he's just well, cr- he's injured. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the that's but the yes, problem with him. Right? To answer your question, to answer your question, ooh, I mean Bernard, Bernardo is kind of challenging that notion right now. To be honest with you, is he first choice? Uh, yeah, Bernardo is definitely first. The better choice, question yeah. is who's more explosive? Okay, yeah, I would yeah. say Foden. Who's the best midfielder right now for City? Bernardo, yeah. then Foden, then I would say Gunny. Yeah, yeah, I would probably go with that as well. I mean, B- Bernardo getting rested today in the UCL um, is really telling, right? Because he let he let Foden run out and he came off with a knock, I think, half half time. That and then Gundo got the full ninety, so it's like exactly I mean, who's the most yeah, attractive so... FPL pick in that City midfield? Bernardo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty happy having him. Um, but yeah, for for me, I'm kind of thinking like I I might want to move off uh, Ruben at this point in time and try and get more money into the midfield and the forwards. Um, because I mean, one of the things I was thinking recently is like with the Christmas fixtures and like how chaotic everything is, um, especially with the lower, uh, lower place teams, they're going to be conceding a lot more goals. I think we're going to see an uptick, maybe an extra goal a game here and there. So that's why I kind of, I'm kind of thinking I want to pump more money into the forwards. Um, whereas, I mean, the, the meta is everyone has four at the back, like you said, right? Um, but yeah, I, I would say, yeah, double mids is probably the, where I would go. And Cancelo is kind of a no-brainer to me. Um, so probably Foden, Bilva, and Cancelo. That, that's probably my three. Yeah, I mean, because I'm on Gundo, I would just yeah. do Gundo, Bernardo, and um, Cancelo. But like like okay. people said, I mean, Foden is the more explosive pick. I, I, yep. I 100% back that. Just because of the current state of my team, I would just keep yeah, Gundo. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no I mean, if you have two of the three, it's good. Plus Can- Cancelo, sure. you can't go wrong. Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Um, wanted to touch on Leeds real quick. Um, they scored a couple goals this game. The fixtures are terrible, but 
with Bamford and Ailing back, actually, you know what? I think I did see something today about Calvin Phillips being hurt long term. So that definitely is not good. Again, their team just seems to always manage to pick up some sort of uh, knock. But yeah, you kind of want to keep your eye on leads real quick. Just wanted to touch on them. Um, fixtures are very difficult moving forward. Um, what are you doing with... Uh, you still have Rafinha, right? What are you doing with him? Um, so he's interesting. I mean, I know a lot of people are very... Like, they, they really want to get him out of the team, which is fine. But I do think he is truly a set-and-forget pick for the season. I mean, I could still see him returning in, like, the, the next four fixtures. He could return against Arsenal and then... Arsenal and Villa. You never yeah, know. Maybe, I mean, Chelsea have been even... leaky, right? For sure. I yeah. do have Chelsea defense, and I'm starting both. But I, I could see him getting a couple of assists through that run. Listen, yeah. it, I, if you need to upgrade Rafinha to a, a Bernardo or a Gundogan, then you have to do what you have to do, right? But if there's a chance where you can keep him... What about Bowen, dude? Bowen. Yeah, like like I said, Bowen too. Bowen too, right? So, like for example, me, I have Rafinha, I have Gallagher. Um, I'm looking to bring in maybe Bernardo and, and Bowen, like you said. So, it's it sucks, but... He's still a great pick, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if managers got him back in later on in the season. I mean, I would definitely love to have him back in. Um, for he's been like he's been run. nothing but consistent for every manager that's had him. Yeah, think, right? yeah, for sure, for sure. And yeah, after game week twenty one, the fixtures turn again, and they're not looking too bad um, after that. So yeah, um, okay, that's Leeds. Uh, what about United? New manager coming in, uh, looking very good, winning the ball back up very high in the up the pitch. Um, main i mean ronaldo's kind of a no-brainer if you can afford to get there like you did last week um i mean i don't think we need to discuss that much further but i wanted to talk more about rashford and sancho because rash is playing out of position at at striker alongside ronaldo and sancho playing the 10 kind of in behind uh the four triple two system right the two number tens um what did you see there um i kind of am leaning towards sancho just because, just because he's cheaper, to be honest with you, um, okay. I'm not sure what the uh, money difference is. I think it's point five. I think it's eight nine and listen. Nine, four. I guess it's a preference, but I mean, Sancho, you, I could really see him doing big things in this fixture run. Um, whether it's assists, goals, yep. etc. Same with Rashford. So it, it's totally up to you guys. I mean, yep. if we're gonna be playing the four two 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 and Rashford's gonna be leading the press alongside Ronaldo, Rashford will be further up. I think Sancho will be more of a creative force than a goal scorer and then Rashford and Ronaldo will be the goal scorers you know what I mean yeah yeah for me I'm kind of the thing I'm worried about Sancho is like he might become like the assister to the assister um making those second last passes yeah Sancho yeah exactly making those second last passes um so he won't really be involved too much in fantasy so maybe I'll want to give that another week uh to have a look but Rashford is the one that I was really looking at just because um I mean, he, he'll he be on the end of a lot of things, right? Uh, Sancho's creativity, Bruno's creativity, and uh, pressing the line, moving them forward uh, with those uh, intensive intensive running uh, from him. But, I mean, on the other side for Rashford, uh, Cavani is back in training, so it could take a lot of minutes off him from there, especially with the pressing system. Dude, can, I can only imagine how good the press would be when Cavani comes in as well, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then one more one more talking point would be Diego Dalot. Um because he's 4.4. Uh, basically, he was on the right wing for most of the game. Uh, McFred kind of covering him as the two CDMs. Um, and Dallo was he's basically crucial to what, as far as I can tell, um, to how they were trying to play in uh, against Palace. Um, basically, cutting in on his left and playing playing things uh, into into feet, 
uh, getting a lot of early crosses in. I mean, dude, crossing into Ronaldo with the fixtures coming up, I can see quite a few assists there and a lot of cleans, right? Like there's there's a ton of clean potential in the upcoming fixture run, and I'm, I'm definitely interested in that. And I guess Maguire, uh, I mean, don't really rate him too much as a player. He's, he's fine, but he's nailed. Um, United should get quite a few cleans, as we just discussed. Um, yeah, Maguire, Dallow, any thoughts? Yeah, Dallow is definitely appealing. Um, I think just wait, be a little bit more patient. Let's let's see the team news tomorrow. Uh, does uh, okay. Wambasaka start? Does Dallow start? We don't yeah. really know what uh, Ralph's kind of preference is. I will say though. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's a good chance to see who's second choice, right? Because this is a dead rubber. Uh, I will say though that the most important person, maybe not important, but I just I think Fred um could really thrive in terms of because he's always been a kind of would you say he's always been like the one that's pressed even with even under Solskjaer or would you say that's not the case do you mean like he's the one that's pressed as in the opposing team is trying to get him off the ball or he's the one doing the pressing he's the one doing the pressing would you say he used to do that before even before Ralph came no not so much man I mean before he was kind of like sitting and trying to win the ball back through interceptions Whereas now it seems like he's given more license to like really hound the opposing center mids. Mm-hmm-hmm. Okay, I mean, keep him in the back of your mind. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, he's a big FPL pick, but I mean, at his price, he's a four point nine. I mean, he's yeah. got in twenty points in his last two games, so he's gonna get a lot of starts. I mean, that's that's for sure. I don't know that he's Matic nailed, can play so many games. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think with the whole press, even though technically. Him and McTominay will be behind Bruno or whatever the formation mm-hmm. is. I do see Fred still getting up the pitch and getting assists too. I don't just see him being, you know, a box to box midfielder that you know stays out of the goals or assists. I I, I see him, you know, like you, you saw his goal. I mean, he was top of the box. I mean, he had a, he had a nice shot earlier in the game as well, right? That, that left footed like, shot. That too, right? That too. So, you know, he's getting in those positions, and if he's at if he's gonna keep getting into those positions, and he's a four point nine playing on United, yep. who is probably a guaranteed starter something to keep in mind that's yeah, all not a not a bad shout man not a bad shot at all um yeah so spurs versus norwich spurs versus norwich um this is uh this is where it gets tricky kind of insane dude spurs with the covid outbreak um potential double cancellation uh sun got the goal and assist this week so i was very happy with that um and kane was actually looking pretty good um in terms of getting his shots away i, I mean i thought so anyways um but yeah i mean dude, if their game is canceled like uh do i just hit out sun for ronaldo like right away yeah or you can just bring in rashford or sancho whichever one you like but if you prefer ronaldo then right that too right it, it really is a preference when it comes to you but you know listen it just depends on if you want to take the hit or not if you want to take a hit then yeah i think Ronaldo's the obvious one um especially if it gets rested tomorrow yeah um but sancho and rashford are also good picks too you could take a risk because then you, you're bringing in Sancho and Rashford and you're still saving money and you can still bring in whichever striker you want, Antonio Watkins, Bowen, another SETI midfielder, Yep. you name it. Okay, okay. Um, But if you have Spurs assets, I think you get rid of them now. I mean, I got rid of Kane previous week and it didn't really, I didn't really look back. I mean, you had Son. Last hurrah, bro. Goal and assist. I'm, I'm very happy with that. Yeah, you, you held out. He's gotten you some points and brought you back in. I think now it's kind of like they play Brighton, might get canceled. There's too much uncertainty around Spurs. Okay. And it's just not okay. worth it. Yeah, no, not you're worth good. the headache. Um, I also think, uh, just, I mean, again, the cancellations just really throw a wrench into it because I wanted to talk about um, 
Ben Davies and Region because they're both doing really well on that left side. Um, both, I mean, Ben Davies is kind of the one who's tasked with like dragging the ball out of defense and making passes from there. So, especially with guys like uh, Kane and Son taking these long shots, um, I mean, he can he can continue to get a couple of assists along with a lot of cleans. But again, getting the games canceled obviously just rules them out entirely. Um, so yeah, we can move on from there. Uh, Aston Villa continue to impress. Um, Stevie G has turned them into like a, a good team, like just two weeks, two weeks of work. So really good by him. Um, but yeah, I uh, just wanted to see if your thoughts have changed on them at all. Uh, if there's any new picks that have emerged for you. Um, I think Emmy Martinez, man. Um, if you have a goalie transfer or you're on wild card and have the cash there to spend, just shout out to him because he's just going to continue to put up numbers. Um, didn't really do so this week, but uh, the defense is looking really solid for Villa, so I'm definitely impressed with uh, Emmy. I was watching an interview. It came out two days ago. I watched it today earlier. Um, Jamie Carragher is interviewing Gerard, and he's basically, Gerard's basically saying, you know, Ashton Villa has always been a historic club, but they've mainly been a club that would win one, tie one, lose one, and kind of repeat that kind of trend. They, you know, his aim is to make this club, uh, you know, a team where other teams come up against, and, and it's hard to get the three points. It's it's not easy, you know. They want to make life uncomfortable. They made life uncomfortable for City, as a matter of fact, and they won their other two games against Crystal Palace and, and, and Brighton. So, you know, they're, they're an up-and-coming team. I think they got a great manager, and I think they will make life difficult for Liverpool this weekend, as a matter of fact. Um, so I'm happy with Villa. Um I think you and me kind of knew that this was going to happen. I think many people did just because of Gerard's profile. Yep. So, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't yep. be more happier. Watkins is definitely on everyone's radar, I think. Uh, and yeah, I think that's about sure. it. I, I don't really want to shout out anyone else besides him. Um, yeah, so let's move on. A uh, little preview here. Um, game week 16 and 17. So let's just try and run through this real quick. Uh, City versus Wolves. Um I'm very happy to own Bernardo Silva in this game as well as the double defense because Wolves do not score goals, dude. See, like 2-0 City. Wolves do not score goals, but they also don't concede many. And you saw that against Liverpool last week. True, true. So I guess with that said, I won't be I won't be trying to bring in any additional City attackers for this one. Yeah, I think the ideal play is to wait until Leeds because City play Leeds the following week yeah. in 17. So I think that's the better time. I would say okay. if, you're, if you have, like, for example, I have Gundo, you have Bernardo, that's yep. fine. For this week, and then you leave it. Especially you. Bernardo and Cancelo both are rested. For me, it's like, oh, I don't even know if Gundo's going to start word, or word. even play. So I think you're in a fine position and just hold, see what the next rotation okay. is like before you move, make the move for a second asset. All right, bet. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, and then Liverpool Villa. So this should be interesting. Stevie going back to his old old hunting ground um, at Anfield. Yeah, what are you saying? Yeah, I mean, he'll make life difficult, but I mean, Liverpool, they went to San Siro today and still won with a weaker squad. So, I mean, Liverpool are on form. They're the first English team in the history of Champions League to win all their so good, bro. group stage so games. Good. So, it's really hard to go against Salah Cap. Um, I, I still expect a great game. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, and yeah, that's that. Okay. Um, I have Spurs and Brighton here. Um, so, I'm just going to X that out. But Norwich versus United as well is... Uh, this game game week so one thing that i'm interested to look at with this is to see how united perform uh, when they've already got a couple goals um just because like yeah you want to see are they going to turtle up and try and hold a two nothing lead or are they going to go for the four or five nothing 
um, because that's how they'll go for the four or five nothing. Yeah, they'll they'll go for the four or five nothing only because it's just the way he wants them to press. Yeah, I think he's not going to be content, right? Like just sitting off after after two nothing or whatever. For sure, no, and that's why that's why that son to Sancho slash Rashford move or even me Ronaldo. It's like it's just very appealing. <clears throat> You you see a team like Spurs, they won three zero against Norwich, but they didn't really dominate, in my opinion. And I think United we're gonna see different a difference. And we, you and me we spoke about Norwich earlier in the season, where when Dean Smith came in, they became a team where it was not so easy to just thrash, like you know they weren't a team to target in terms of FPL return. Yep. But now it's like. And in our game, we're playing. We're going to. We're going away. It's an away game, so it's not like it's going to be easy. But I just think United, under the new management, there's a clear vision. There's a clear goal, and I think we could see three, four, five goals. Yeah, I mean, playing away is kind of good in a way too, especially for like a team against against a team like Norwich, just because they they're less likely to park right when they're at home. Um, so you should see more chances to counter and um, yeah, just just shred them. Hopefully, um. Yeah, yeah, that's wrapped there. Um, game week 17. Uh, again, Norwich, Norwich versus Villa. Um, I just wanted to, again, just shout out this uh, fixture because um, it'll give us an idea of Villa, right? If they're able to slap up these weaker teams. Um, so I definitely wanted to definitely want to watch this game and scout this one a little bit further. Um, just on the Villa side, like, can we see um, Buendia... Uh, emerge as an asset or, or Watkins get a brace something like that uh, to kick his scoring off uh, yeah definitely interested in that one as well next game Arsenal against West Ham United yeah it should be a great game actually um, Arsenal have kind of been all over the place right and West Ham have been in some incredible form recently yeah what am I bringing in Antonio for this week just because I mean most people will be bringing in Watkins or have them on their on their radar and then Antonio plays Norwich in game week 18 Oof. Antonio yep. slash yep. Bowen so it's like I could see them, to be honest, Anton- uh, West Ham play Burnley in 16, Arsenal in 17, and Norwich in 18. So if you want to bring in Dude, West Ham... That is Ham, a ridiculous run. Yeah, if you want to bring in, bring in West Ham assets now, if you don't have them already, 16 is a good yep. moment. Are they priority? I mean, City, I think a city. I think Bernardo's priority if you don't have them. Yeah. Um, or getting rid of your Spurs assets, sorry, is priority. But um, West Ham, I mean, West Ham, Ashton Villa, and City, you know, those are all teams to target right yep, now. Yep, sounds good. Um, so differentials. I, I, I'm going to shout out my guy, Diogo Delote. Good differential, 4.4 mil. Good good pick. If I mean, like, I have Livermento still, so I was considering just doing that as, like, a single transfer. Yeah, anyone else on the differential side? Um, Odegaard. Odegaard, yeah, good shout. He's he's picking up a little bit, right? He's been picking up. He's on form. He takes free kicks. He takes corners. He's kind of like the main focal point. Smith Rose. I don't know if he's injured, but he didn't play last game. Odegaard's making things happen, so I think he's a good differential. You got one more? Um, nah, not really. I think that should be good. That'll cover it. I'm mm, just looking. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I guess we can shout out. Um, what's it called? Uh, Callum Wilson again. I don't know if he's still considered a differential, but uh, Leicester are definitely like the worst defense in the league. I think Dwayne pulled up a, a chart of like who's conceded the most XG in the last, like, four or five weeks, and Leicester are, like, first by a, a good margin. So I could see Callum having some luck uh, this game week. Moving on to our transfer. So we'll do our, I guess, kind of transfers for game week 16, and then we'll... Yeah, just kind of talk about who we're targeting. 
targeting for 17 or or if yeah, what's yeah. the plan for 17 as well yeah so um you want me to go first yeah go for it go for it um i'm pretty content with my lineup for 16 uh, i don't really need to change much uh captains on salah vices on Ronaldo. not tempted with bowen no 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 i mean i just want to roll because there's okay. a lot can happen um between now and then tuesday i guess it is so listen bowen will probably return uh, same with antonio like you know, I mean, it's. I think they're playing Burnley away too, so it's not like it's going to be a thrashing, or at least I, I don't think so. But I'll hold off. And same with the city double mid. Um, seventeen is when I am looking to drop Ronaldo, and um, probably probably even take a hit. So Ronaldo, Gallagher, Rafa out for Bernardo, Bowen, and Watkins. And then the following week in eighteen, maybe bring in Antonio, depending on how he's doing. But um just to sum it up i think bernardo and watkins and bowen are all in my watch list and might come in in 17 nice nice um yeah so for me i have sun still um and with this covid cancellation nonsense um i'm definitely looking to move him but it's a question of whether i want ronaldo or just be safe and get sancho um so I can do like a triple move and just rip a minus eight, get like Ronaldo. Um, this is this is the triple move I was thinking of. You can tell me if I'm crazy, but um, Ronaldo, Douglas, Luiz as a four point five mil midfielder, and then uh, Ruben out for my guy Diogo, um, and that would be a minus eight. I get Ronaldo in. I honestly I might just captain him. Um, like I said with the Villa, I'm gonna put up a good fight I think against Liverpool. And I mean, if there's a week to go it's off, still scary though, eh? I dude, 100%, <laughs> bro. I I don't have any confidence in this at the moment. Um, but yeah, that that would get me in Ronaldo for the uh, coming fixtures. Um, I would be very happy with that. Uh, so I don't know. What do you think? I mean, bringing in Sancho is the more conservative thing to do. Yeah. I also think it's the better long term move, actually. Um, yeah, just single move get Sancho in. Sancho, just because like Ronaldo, he might. He might outreturn Sancho in game week sixteen, but if you're looking at it in in a ten game week span, I don't know. Maybe Sancho does better than Ronaldo. You also save money. Yep, and not take a minus eight. <laughs> love that. I mean, you're just working your way back to the yeah. top too. It's no, like true. you just had you're a right. mass. You had a crazy game. Yeah, week. I don't want to undo that progress, dude. You know what? I'm point one away from affording Bruno to Son or Son to Bruno and that would I'm honestly fine with that too I think Bruno's still a great pick he gets a start every single game and uh yeah dude I'm just imagining the team winning the ball back really high up the pitch and just laying it off for for shots right should be there should be a lot of goals in United's future I think yeah yeah so I mean yeah you have a interesting choice to make this week for sure um I mean, I'm really hoping this cancellation thing happens so I can just get rid of Sun because I just, I mean, you know, I don't like owning Spurs players, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but Sun, Sun did do wonders, eh? For sure, for sure. Yeah, he's been, he's been um, good for me. Yeah, and I mean, you you briefly touched on captaincy and so did I, but we well, I have Ronaldo um, and the captain on brand is on Salah, but if there was ever a game week to go off Salah, I said this last week, to be honest with you guys, <laughs> and I still went on Salah, so, you know, I shouldn't really talk, but. Like, listen, I, I don't know. I can't really give you a concrete answer, guys, for all the listeners. I don't know. It's Salah or Ronaldo. I, I spoke to Nick. Nick was basically saying, listen, you already have Ronaldo. There's no need to captain him. Just captain Salah. And if Ronaldo returns, you get his points. Yeah, that's true. You know no, what I mean? For so, sure. 
There's that too. And then you're but protected there's... from Salah getting four goals and then just burying your week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, are you? Uh, I guess right now, if you had to pick a captain. Yeah, I'm on Salah. I'm on. I'm just gonna keep it on him. Um, and yeah, depending on what I do with that Sun move. Yeah, you're right though. I, I most likely would just go, uh, go Sancho or Rashford in. Um, and just. I mean, see the lineup tomorrow. See how much minutes Ronaldo, Sancho, Bruno, Rashford, all those guys get. I assume he's gonna rest some guys. Probably Ronaldo. I don't know. I wonder what he does with Sancho and Rashford. But like, listen, man. If he's resting guys like Ronaldo, Bruno, and stuff, and then beauty, they're gonna start against that. Norwich. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, like Van de Beek's definitely gonna start. I think Matic is gonna start. Um, Lingard will probably start at the second number ten spot, um, and then I think he might give some minutes to like the kids, like Ilanga and stuff like that. So that should be interesting. Um, yeah. So for all the listeners, the pod will most likely come out uh, either Wednesday or Thursday morning. Just remember that the deadline is Friday. Uh, Watford Brentford and then also in between 16 and 17 there is a one day difference so we'll be back again gaming 17 on Tuesday so a lot of decisions to be made rolling the transfer would definitely help but if you have to put out fires if you have Spurs assets and you're not sure what to do yeah I think I think they're the priority right now to sum everything yep, up for sure for sure yeah any uh any last words bro no man good episode uh good game weeks coming up uh very excited for the christmas fixtures i love waking up on boxing day and watching footy all day that's like my favorite thing so definitely excited for that coming up so just quick question for you 17 let me just check the fixture schedule 17 it goes until thursday and then 18 is actually on the saturday so we'd have to record literally thursday evening maybe and drop it for you drop the game week 18 episode holy smokes friday morning which is fine it's not like we can't do that but dude that is just, lit just oh giving you guys gosh. like the snapshot of what's happening so this episode is 16 17 and the next one will be probably f- next friday morning yeah like a double or triple game week pod kind of thing like oh my god wow triple that'd be crazy but yeah, yeah. all right be- well like t- double game week review for sure um should be lit man i'm excited let's go there you have it folks another episode in the books i'm your co-host johnny This is Jason. And this is the FPL and Wine Podcast. Signing off. Peace.